Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hi guys, this is Vinny Chopra right here, Vinny Smile Chopra from Monil Investment Group and Multifamily Syndication Academy and Investing and Management. And I just have the special privilege to meet with we. Please make sure you subscribe, you like, and listen to his great podcast, The Real Estate Lab Podcast. Please go ahead and be sure to subscribe to it and leave five-star reviews because he's got great content in it. Thank you again. This is Vinny Chopra. Welcome to the show. You are listening to the Real Estate Lab podcast. In this lab, we decode the stories, secrets, and skills of the most brilliant minds in real estate investing, then turn their wisdom into practical advice and knowledge that we can use to boost our income. And now, let's turn it over to our host, V. It's a great day to be alive and to invest in real estate. My name is V. Koo, and you're listening to my show, The Real Estate Lab Podcast. It's finally here. I have officially hit two digit with the show. Now, a while ago, I've heard some crazy stats that said more than 70% of new podcasts don't make it past episode seven. And I am glad to say that I've made it to the first milestone on this long podcasting journey. Thank you so much for being with me on this amazing journey. Hey, if you're new to the show, welcome to the lab. If you're brand new and this is your first ever episode, you should go back to my very, very first episode that I've released where I share the reason that I want to create a show and also a little bit about myself and my background. Also, I wanted to let you know we are back with our regular program. Last week, I released a pilot episode of my Vietnamese podcast. If you did listen to it, I would love to get some feedback from you. Drop me a message at v at realestatelab.live. That's V with two E's. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes. This is a very special episode. So to mark this accomplishment, it only makes sense to have someone just as special to come on and share his knowledge with us. Our guest today is... First and foremost, a husband, great father to Monica and Neil. He is an international best-selling author and fellow podcast host of two different shows. He's a mechanical engineer, although I'm not sure how much of that he's doing these days. He's also a CEO of three different companies. Our guest today needs no introduction, but I still want to share some information about him. He is Vinny Chopra. Many of us know him as Mr. Smile. That's right. Vinny Smile Chopra is here with us today. Vinny is a multifamily syndication expert. He has done over 28 successful syndications. He has acquired and manages a real estate portfolio of over $300 million with well over 3,800 doors. Vinny currently manages four very successful companies including Monil Investment Group, Monil Management Group, Multifamily Academy, and Youth Academy. His model is that we are entrusted to do the good in life for the people 
that we come in contact with each and every day. Now, before jumping into our episode today, I would like to take a moment to share with you how you can get a hold of Vinny. It's very easy. Just go to his website at www.vinnychopra.com. That's Vinny with an E. Or you can just text the word LEARN, L-E-A-R-N, to the number 474747. All right, let's get right to my conversation with Vinny Smile Chopra. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Real Estate Lab Podcast. It's my honor to have a featured guest here today who is an immigrant and um, his story is just so unbelievable. We have G. Vinny Smile Chopra today. <laughs> Hi there. Hi V. Nice to nice to be with you. I'm I'm humbled and I'm excited to be here. You bet. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, Vinny. So uh first question, I just want to ask you. I, I've read your book, right? And I um I'm sure a lot of people have heard your story of coming to the US with only seven dollars in your pocket and now you have an empire worth over two hundred and fifty million dollars. What did you buy with the seven dollars <laughs> when you came to the US? Hopefully it was It was a good well, actually. In my book, I say that, you know, I broke that for $7 <laughs> because that was the only thing we could bring. <laughs> it's amazing, you know, how life takes you in a uh, humble beginning. And you're right, we, you know, I came to New York, actually, if I remember correctly, LaGuardia Airport from India. I was tired. And then I was going to take another plane to go to Washington, D.C., and they said, oh, no, American Airlines is on strike, literally. I said, what does that mean? <laughs> you know, with my <laughs> accent and everything, nobody could understand me. And I said, no, 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 I got to go there. I mean, some people are waiting to pick me up, blah, blah. I don't, I cannot reach them or something. They flew me in a helicopter. Can you believe it? From LaGuardia. Or oh, wow. all the way to, uh, uh, you know, Newark, New Jersey, actually. And then I Delta airline right. from there. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so $7, right? So was that all that you have from, from uh, India? You know, no, not really. Actually, what happened was my parents really didn't want me to come here. Just, just to tell the truth right there. So they definitely didn't want to pay me any money. But my grandpa was the force behind me. And he paid for my ticket, my ticket to come here. And then of course, uh, the government of India and then government of, uh, you know, here United States, once you are a student visa, student visa, you could only were allowed to bring $7. That's all. So I couldn't bring 20, oh, wow. 30, $50. I could afford it. But just seven was in, in my name. <laughs> <laughs> so the U.S. government branded you, Mr. Seven Dollars. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, and you know, it's, it's a surprise to hear that because in, in, in your book and in another interview, you had mentioned that education play a, a big role in your childhood, right? You live in a quarter with six yes, siblings. Yes, and. You're, you're, you, you said that your dad had run a mini mastermind at night for you all to uh, study. Yes, yes. So how come he was not supporting your decision to come to the okay, U.S.? Okay, very good point. Very, very good point. We, since I was the second child from the top, you know, and then, of course, my sister, my older sister was adopted by uh, my grandparents. 
So I was the oldest and left, you know, in the family later on in life. And then my sisters were there. So in Indian culture, parents pay for their education there. And, you know, mine too. And then I got a scholarship, which was great, by the way, five years of marriage scholarship. I got money from the government to go to school, to do my engineering school and also books and stipends. So I got paid from the government. Oh, wow. But the other thing was that our parents, you know how they are. They wanted to make sure that they don't lose me and that, you know, when I come here, I won't go back to India, which really happened like that. Right. But I was a very good boy for them because I earned money and I was sending all the money I earned. Just keep a little bit to myself to eat and live. And every dime I would, you know, send it back. I remember in a new podcast I just recorded, I talk about my humble beginning with my wife. When I started 39 years back, we've been married and we had zero money. We had negative money, actually. You know, and now we live in a palatial $3 million home and all that. And thanks to real estate, because our portfolio has grown a lot. You're right. Yeah, that's that's tremendous. And, you know, I understand that when you came to the U.S. here, you study and you were going from a mechanical engineer background working for, uh, was it Reliance Yeah, Group? it was. Reliance Group. I, I also work for Reliance. Yep. I was in master fabrication uh, heat exchangers. I always wanted to become an engineer, but when I came to USA, I turned into a sales guy, salesperson. <laughs> 180 degree <Yes>. switch. <laughs> so from, from, uh, from the time you study in the U.S. and you went on door-to-door selling Bible, selling uh, educational material basically to earn money. Yes. How did it, like, at what point did it come to your mind to say, hey, I want to invest in real estate? Good point. Very good point. I would say that once we got married, 1980, we got married April 3rd, and then my company was expanding out west, luckily. So they said, our president said, Vinnie, would you like to move to California? I said, California, where? You know, I was living in. Bowling Green, my wife and I, we had cockroaches <laughs> in our apartment. I still remember that. She'll say, get me out of here, you know. <laughs> and then my president said, you know, California, she jumped on that idea and I did too. So we moved out here. We took five day travel in the car and then they moved our stuff here and everything. But then people out here, my circle of friends they were in real estate. Look at that, how the luck will have it. If I were there in Ohio, maybe I wouldn't be exposed to what I'm exposed to while living in California. So they were talking about, you know, they were in single family home, they were in shopping center, They were, and I would listen to them, you know? And I started buying also lease for, uh, purchase to lease for option kind of deals in Arizona, okay. all over the place. Bought a lot of single family homes. Uh, was it all around the Bay Area? Yeah, Bay Area, not too many. In the Central Valley, we owned our first home was $99,000 home, humble home. And then we sold it for one forty eight or one forty six. Then we bought $210,000 home because we upgraded it. Then we sold mm-hmm. that one for three forty six. Then we bought another one for four twenty four fifty eight, whatever. And we still own it. We still own it. It's $1.4 million or something. Then we bought this one just about four months back, four or five months back. So we only have now 
the old home the mm-hmm. one we lived in for 28 years just two miles <laughs> from here just outside this blackhawk country club i mean this is a uh-huh. good thing it's a power of suggestion power of telling yourself that you know maybe one day i want to live in the country club and that's something everybody should really think big i talk about that all the time it has happened in my life and it will happen in many people's life if we live with positivity with abundance with law of attraction because many times you don't know who is going to come in your life and i didn't know about syndication i didn't know about apartment investing anything until 2004 2004 that's only 15 years back yeah so for 2004 i heard that you uh bought a course from Dave Linda on <laughs> eBay yes on eBay <laughs> <laughs> see folks you know you don't really need to pay a lot of money yeah. to learn this business no. if you know vinnie did it with $300 yeah i sure did but later on i do want to confess i did take my team in 2007 i think i started taking them to boston where dave lindal was and i appreciated what he was and he was charging $20,000 at that time and we did pay we didn't have money but i did take my team and myself and my partners we spent about 150 160,000 in education and look at the result that are making millions of dollars now you know which is exciting but the good part is it's good to pay not 40 50,000 there is a lot of gurus out there you know but catch catch somebody with 5000 or 4000 or 3000 you could learn a lot so the the whole idea is you pay a little bit of money you learn a little bit yes then you make a little bit of money you achieve a little bit of result then you upgrade and you go to the next level and then you just keep on going up and keep on going up so true v you know i mean i want all your audience to understand that where i am today about 308 million portfolio whatever but i started with 14 units 14 units for 180000 180000 was my first purchase so remember don't worry about it get a duplex get a fourplex get a eightplex i teach that in my academy also every day because don't really say that i can't find a way to get this going just find every which way save the money if you're young people you know and my youth academy is totally free but then the good part is once you find and you have the attitude that a lot of people have money all around you which is the truth by the way 24 trillion with a t trillion dollar monies in the retirement funds in usa today right now and out of that only 3 to 4% is invested in real estate oh my gosh so there is wow. a huge opportunity for us to really make a big difference in the lives of people and that's how you grow just like zig ziglar says you know said right you know and jim rohn said also if you help other people get what they want you'll get what you want and that's so important right and it's this so true and also what you said earlier too was that bought the course from ebay you didn't have to really go to dave lindall in boston to and pay him all that money yeah but besides paying for knowledge you also uh, paying for proximity yes proximity is power and you 
to associate with someone like you, your team, or even with, with Dave back in the day, I'm sure it, it was beneficial to you. It was very beneficial. We, if I could tell, it took us 11 months, 11 months, baby's born in nine months, <laughs> but it took us 11 months to get our 11 units, uh, 14 units, sorry. But then also we closed on 109 units on Friday. On Monday, we closed on this 11, uh, 14 units. Why am I saying that? And then 109 units and all for $2.4 million. That was on Friday. But we have been working with a seller, with a broker for 11 months. Can you believe it? But it's oh, wow. some good coach because if we did not have a coach, I wouldn't be here today. I wouldn't be because a lot of trials, tribulations, negativism, you know, I mean, we are not excited all the time when you're not closing deal or you get rejections at every stage of the way. So, you know, it's well, well worth to have a partner, accountability partner and a coach or mentor. Right. And I just want to also ask you an um, additional question on your first purchase, right? Yes. Uh, we, the 14 unit. When was it? Oh, that was way back. I think 2007 or eight, something like that. You know, that's okay, so right before now, the crash. Quite a bit, like 11 years right there, right? Exactly. You know, and actually I remember why I couldn't close some, my other property was because I think it was, uh, we were buying a property in Dallas. Oh my gosh, I wish I had bought that property. It was fully renovated property, 120 units and REO, a bank owned it. But then uh-huh. the bank, while they owned it, they also upgraded it. Can you believe it? Oh, my God. Oh, wow. And I got to like the loan broker and the broker was within the bank. And he sent me 104 pages of the renovation schedule. What they did, he said, I oversaw, Vinnie, this property smelling like a rose. And then we even talked the same bank to give us the loan. <laughs> We said, who is going to give us a loan? Everything is going, falling apart, you know. They agreed to give us the loan and pay for the closing cost and everything. But the last thing I remember was the crash of 2008. I had one and a half million raised on Friday. And Monday morning, when I called my investors, they said, Vinnie, I'm not going to pull it out. Oh, sorry. He says, I committed to you on Friday, 100,000 or 200 last one week or so. It went down to 750. Half of my money was lost, but I didn't give up, but I could not close on that property. I wish I had. So that was something. But you're right. You know, the thing is, you got to really say investors' money is all around us. We need to educate the investors. That's the word. Don't ask for money. Don't ask for money from investors. It's hard-earned money. You have to be really careful because it's hard to get even $10 from somebody, right? Or yes. $20 or $100 or $5,000. You're talking about $50,000 of their hard-earned money or $100,000. In my case now, $500,000, by the way. I had my one of the parties. They have been with me for 10 years. They put $700,000 into my last deal, the $52 million deal. I just did it uh, end of June of this year, 2019. They put in $700,000. 
another family put in 500,000, you know? <laughs> oh, wow. Were, were these investors that have been investing with you since day one? No, no. The 500 one, first time, first time. But they just like the sincerity, I think. They live in Sacramento right here. They drove two hours and had lunch with me and my wife and their children came and everything. Somebody had referred it to them and they, mm -hmm. they said, Winnie, we feel so secure what your track record is and everything. So we want to write you a check for half a million. Wow. Mm -hmm. What? I mean, within two hours, that's my best job I have ever done, you know. <laughs> that's that's awesome. I haven't heard anyone that were able to raise that much money in that short amount of time. Yeah. <laughs> That's really awesome. So just to um, go back to that point re um, earlier, you bought your first deal in 2007 yeah. and the market now kind of, do you think it's similar to what you were seeing in 2007 leading to 2008 or we're at a different place now? Okay, good point. I would say the parameters are all different. We, we should not be worried too much at all, to be very truthful. Look at back what happened in that time, 2007 and 8, in the downfall, the downturn in the economy, there were derivatives, there were houses, there were people having four, four rental homes, stated income. Literally, stated income. I mean, nobody, if you breathe, you got the loan, you know? <laughs> kind of mm -hmm, like that. Yes. Fog yes. the mirror, they call it, right? Just fog the mirror yeah. and you got the loan. But not anymore. The, the restrictions have been put now. The loans are not there. Mortgage companies are gone by the wayside, as you know. I mean, you know, so it's a whole different things. People are not in that jeopardy of losing homes as they were back then. The other thing was the junk mortgages were being sold off too. And then when the shrinkage came by the economy, as you recall, when people go bankrupt or they lose their home, they went into apartments. See, somebody has to live, have a short, you know, shelter over their head. So that's what happened back then in 2007 and 8. The apartments survived. Apartments survived. The default rate was only 1% as compared to 50% default rate or 59% in certain communities, you know. Default rate was very high. I know one place right here in near Tracy. I don't remember the name of the place. It was like almost 87%, uh, you know, bankruptcies over there or something happened. I don't know what happened. It's back up now. But the thing is, once the jobs go, layoffs happen, then the office space shrunks because they don't need that many people to stay in the offices. Industrial, the economy drops, the GDP drops. And then, of course, the products are less now consumed. Buying power goes down. Hospitality gets down. Travel and hotels, that's what happened. If you look back at that time, those are the industries that really got hurt. Strip shopping centers got hurt, things like that, industrial and all, like I said, but apartments did not. So similarly in this downturn, but nobody knows when is the crystal ball, what is going to happen or anything, but people are saying it's going to be a blip. They're calling it a blip now, maybe six months, seven months, short-lived and then back up again. You know, so if we buy the apartment complex buildings in the nice areas where the jobs are coming, right? So that's what we are buying now. I used to buy C, C minus, 
B minus, B product. Now we are buying B plus, you know, A, A minus. Now I don't buy A at all, but we are buying like, you know, I'm saying like um, B plus, you know, nice ones and uh, very nice where the millennials like to live nowadays. They li- like to live in the amenities that they have all these beautiful, uh, you know, exercise rooms and resort style uh, swing pools and jacuzzis and hot tubs and barbecue places, all that stuff. And then even dry cleaning, coming there to the apartment complex to pick up their laundry and everything. Then uh, dog parks, uh, valet, valet trash. They don't want to take the white bag and throw it, you know, all across the community. They want people to come and pick it up right from their outside. So covered parking, uh, dog wash, dog parks, all those things, right? You know, so those are the things we are buying now. So we are finding that millennials will be needing to rent more. They are trying to not buy the houses anymore that much, but they are liking portability. That's the word, portability. Wow. Just right there, you have given us so many value-ass strategies. I don't know if you have a course about this, but it's all, you know, each separate topic right there you just mentioned, you can have a course yeah. and teach. Yeah, no, we, I have 748 lectures I've given so far. And that's on top of my interviews, about 97 interviews, I think now. And then I have my own podcast now too, two of them. That's the one, the motivation, the Mr. Smiley's Motivation Talk Show. And then also sequel to my book, you know, Apartment Syndication Made Easy. I have the sequel to that podcast where I try to give the nuggets that my students get from me in the mastermind. My co-host asks me questions and I reply in simpler ways to teach the masses, you know. So let's talk about your mastermind. Who who are these people that that comes to you, and uh, how has it, you know, how has your teaching helped them out so far? I would love to thank you so much for bringing that up. Actually, most of my students, you're not going to believe it, they are not that newbies. They are the ones who are brokers. They are brokers. They are property managers. They are surgeons. They are doctors. They are attorneys. They are CPAs. I mean, it's amazing, just the barrage of different people. And those flippers, wholesalers, all those are the ones who have seeked me out because I have crushed it in buying and managing apartments through syndication. You know, I've done 27 deals so far, 27 syndications. My 28th will be the one we just got last week. And right. then 29, 20th, and all that. So we'll keep on moving. But the good part is, that I share all my knowledge for only $5,000. People are charging $50,000. Mine is only $49.97. And we give rebates also. If somebody can't afford, we can give rebates. But then my online academy is only $24.97. Everything. One can crush everything by learning and watching my courses and looking through all the document library and looking at my PowerPoints and Excel and the underwriting tool, everything they get for a very, very, very low price. Because I want to move 1 million people, 
1 million investors. That's my thinking is right now, you know? So your goal is to help 1 million investors. Yeah, 1 million investors. And I really believe I can do that if I keep my price low. You know, the quality is there. And all my examples are live examples of everything I do daily. No examples of fabricated numbers or anything. But I show my real deals, all the deals I've done. All right. So let's go back to the quote you brought up earlier, right? You said, uh, or Jim Rohn, you quoted that if you help enough, um, help enough people get what they want, you will get what you want. So your goal is to help a million investors. So what is it that you want, Vinny? Oh, I don't want anything in return. I don't. Because the key thing is my passion is that it's such a great business model where we can utilize our skills to understand how to syndicate. A lot of people feel that syndication is a gorilla. I just say that. That's why I wrote this book, to make it easy in five you know, plates, spinning of the five plates, which makes it kind of easier to digest. The other part is my goal is also to help the millennials who are making more buying power, saving more money, and then downturn, I mean, no, 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 downgrading of the baby boomers. See, so they are downgrading, but they are really enjoying retirement. But if we can put their money into real estate investments as LP, limited partners, then we'll be win, 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 win situation. See, because we are giving the residents, millennials, to live in the communities, premier communities, and the money is coming from the baby boomers who are retiring from their retirement funds into self-directed and cash and things so they could get about, you know, 10, 12, 15% returns per year, you know, like that. Right. And then the third thing I would say are our giving jobs to the community managers and the leasing agents and the, you know, our vendors and all the different maintenance people like that because we manage all our assets. So we have two management companies, two acquisition companies, and one education company. So I have five companies total. You're running five companies yeah. and, and you're giving talks <laughs> all around the country. How? That is crazy. How are you managing your oh time? Oh my gosh, it's so easy. It's so easy. See, I mean, the big thing is systems, systems and systems. We have been living near San Francisco now for 39 years. We've been married 39 years. And Remotely, we've been managing 100 employees, team members, 100. And we do it through remote uh, digitally by Zoom meetings where everybody is equipped with the beautiful, nice computers and the webcams and all that. And we use the software to manage the assets. And our accounting department is all connected through the each property we own. <laughs> then we have the HR director, the payroll persons, the accounts payable director, our VP of finance, our asset mm-hmm. managers, regional managers, all that. <laughs> it sounds it sounds like it's a good system because you have been able to uh, achieve so much, you know, in the last 14, 15 years. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You know, we actually, to be truthful, I... My new company, Monil Investment Group and Monil Management Group, which is our kid's name, Monica and Neil. And uh, that is only five years old, by the way, only five years. I built it November 19th was my first acquisition in that, in that company. 
And then I did almost 13 acquisitions so far in uh, four and a half years, I would say. And then we're going to scale up again. We are looking at some assets, one or two more before the end of the year. And then next year, we are looking for picking up $200 million worth, 200 to 250 million. That's our target, you know? So you want to almost double. Yeah, yeah. And you can, and you can, you know, because I can raise millions of dollars just to let you know, like this new one I just got over the weekend, right? Last week. Right. And we sent out soft commitments to my investors. I needed only 5.5 million. I have 7.5 million already committed in soft commitment. <laughs> so you oversubscribed right away. Oversubscribed, yeah, within 14 hours. 14 hours. Oh, wow. It happened. <laughs> as, as someone is, who is uh, new in the syndication game, can you give me some tips on how to get there? I, I just came back from uh, Raising Money Summit from Adam Adams. Yes, yes. And there was a lot of speakers there. And many of them are, are your friends. Yes, yes. But can you share one additional tips that you know maybe I, some listener can benefit totally, from? Totally. We, I would say always have the mindset and also have the, you know, gumption, or I would say like, you know, uh, the mindset and also believe the value of abundance because investors are all around you. They are totally all around you. I would like your audience to say, everybody they meet with, hey, guess what? I'm in commercial real estate and I'm always looking for equity, investor, partners. Oh my gosh, you got to use those three words together. You never say, I'm looking for investors for my deals. Never say that. You never say, I'm looking for equity investors. Wrong. You got to say, I'm looking for equity investor partners. Let me tell you why. Because they are the partners in the LLC that's going to buy the property. They are limited partners. You are the general partner. They are the limited partners, but they are partners, investors. They are investors. They are not debt investors. So by saying equity investors, you are telling them right away, oh my gosh, I want to have a piece of the equity. And that's who they are. So you're giving them not only the cash flow, but you are also giving the equity returns when we sell the property. So why not do approach them rightly, have an elevator pitch and meet everybody and you just have a nicest business card, have the nicest website, and then you just give everybody three cards. Never give anybody, listening to me today, never give one card to anybody. Always give three or four cards. That is the best investment you can give. Digitally have your picture on your e-signature and also on your card. Make it colorful, make a smiley face and things like that. Use the card, both the sides. Put a mission statement on the backside. That's what we have been doing it for the last 12 years, you know? That's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard anyone say you give out four or five business cards before. <laughs> Because now nowadays, a lot of people who, you know, give out business card, uh, you take, take it from one hand, the next hand they go, goes to the trash can right away. No, so true. Have the V card also, 
but also many times when we go to conventions and things like that, have a card which kind of stands out, have a card which is square rather than regular kind, have a different kind of card, invest a little bit money because the thing is, once you invest some good money in the card, that's what reflects who you are. And the website, have a social presence and start recording and also start writing blogs. And the thing is, the more nowadays, every investor you want to get money from or you want to educate them, I say educate them, they're going to Google you first. They're going to go on LinkedIn. They want to find out all about you. So have some good association of organizations in multifamily that you're a member of and then also be learning the material, learning the art of joining hands, you know, to bring the money through syndication and tell the investors that we are fully compliant with SEC ruling and that we do private placement memorandum and we want to meet with you three times. We follow all the rules, but I'm always looking for equity investor partners. Equity investor partners. Can we get together? on the phone or on Zoom or for a cup of coffee. <laughs> That's it's subtle because it's like you're having, you're crafting your elevator pitch using NLP. Yes. Your neuro-linguistic programming. Sure. And you're giving them hints and they don't even know it's there. So true. So true. So true. And you know, the good part is you could also share the word, you know, we invest in CC plus, maybe, I don't know if you know what I mean, like, you know, 1980s or 1970s apartment complexes. And the apartment complexes, as you know, are great in demand because the housing, you know, ownership is going down. I mean, you're telling them this little small thing and we value add. And I would love to explain you everything. See what you did now. You're making them curious. They're saying, right. oh my gosh, I better meet with this guy because he's going to tell me more. And that's the key to my success, V. I have been not finding money. Money is coming to me because I'm going to educate my investors. That's all I do. I just educate them. And I spent $10,000 to develop my brochure on 30-page brochure. Syndication attorney charged me $2,500 just to go through the brochure because it took her so many hours, five hours, I think. And she took out all the words and all everything, all that. So we educate the investors. And by the end of 30 pages, they're ready to invest. And we give it to for free, which cost me 10000 But I give it in PowerPoint for free with my uh, $2,400 program and $5,000 program, whatever we do, you know. So yeah, we do that right away. So that way, it's a great thing because people want to really build the trust. That's what it is. You want to build the trust with the people and give them some knowledge and tell them why you're looking for in Utah, why you're looking in Phoenix, why there is a new report today that you want to work in Orlando, Florida or something. So the more you educate the investors, they will draw closer and closer and closer and closer to you. Right. So those cities that you just mentioned earlier, I know in your book, you said you, you bought heavily in Texas, yes. uh, Houston, San Antonio area. Mm -hmm. So those cities that you just mentioned are not in Texas. 
Oh, um, you know what? To be truthful, it's amazing. I mean, I've been for 12 years in Midland, Texas, Odessa, Texas, the near San Antonio, Texas. We bought quite a few. San Marcos, north side, San, uh, on the west side, sorry, north side, Seguin, and nearby, you know, uh, Austin. Then I went and opened my brand new company five years back, south of Houston, not only in Houston, but south of Houston, bought 10 syndications every two months. I was syndicating every two months. I had so many money coming. I've sold six of them already. Can you believe it? And made- Oh, wow. So full circle, full cycle? Yeah, full cycle. Yep, yep. In four years, full cycle. Four and a half years, full cycle. I'm selling two right now. I bought for 6.580. I think I'll get about 11.5 million for that one. And another one I bought for only 6 million, I'll get 10 million point five for that one, approximately. And that's only in four years. In four years, I'm selling them. Oh, wow. And I know results are not typical, but can you shed the light a little bit on the kind of return? I would love to. I would love to. I mean, I have had some really good luck in going to some assets off market, buying them. I gave 39.9% return. I even just bought in Atlanta two years back, V, just two years back, 29.7% return per year. Every year, two years in wow. a row, I just bought for 10.1 million, sold for 15.4 million. I bought another one, 12.2 million. I get calls every week from other buyers. They want to pay me $18 million. That's in Atlanta, which I just bought two years back, by the way, just two years back. But then oh, wow. Houston, I, I bought one for 3.550, five years back. I sold it in January, by the way. I sold it in January and I gave my investors almost 29% IRR on that one, 29%. That's over four and a half years. That's not bad, you know? That's not bad at all, not I'm too shabby. Even in these times, you know, in the last two years, last four years, not only that I've done well when I bought them in 2008 and 9 and 10 and 11, but I'm still doing very well, you know? <laughs> right. And a lot of people, maybe you listening to this podcast right now, maybe yeah. hearing Vinny's uh, result and the kind of return that he's given and you want to jump in right away but maybe you don't know how to find a syndicator or how to yeah. um, ask question and vest a syndicator. So Vinny, can you share some information about how one could, you know, kind of investigate or ask questions about the type of deal and the syndicator so that they know they're, you know, working with the right party? Yes, surely, surely. You know, please do read the book. And if you really will learn quite a bit about it, but then please text the word learn, L-E-A-R-N, learn to 474747. And that will come to John, my business advisor right away and my team. And then the other thing is to even email John with your background. That will even help us a lot. If you can tell us what your goals are, things like that to John, J-O-N, at vinichopra.com. That's my website, V-I-N-N-E-Y-C-H-O-P-R-A.com. That's the website. You can see my podcast, my interviews, my blogs, everything. But I'm also, you know, humbled that you invited me on your show. The key thing is we would love to give your, uh, you know, uh, uh, audience 
debate if you'd like, you know, please tell them that you listen to us on V's uh, in a podcast. That way we can give them $500 off or $1,000 off. Something, sometime we do that, you know, no big deal because I'm making money in buying and selling. I'm making my millions, you know, every year buying and selling. Education is, I just want to give it back to the community. It's not my money maker at all, but, uh, you know, I just want to spread the knowledge. That's what my main goal is. So definitely. So if you are interested in learning more about Vinny's program, and as you hear, he just said, you know, if you are interested in joining, just mention the show's name, the Real Estate Lab podcast, and text the word LEARN uh, to 474747. Yep. And uh, John will reach out to you and discuss on how to help you further with your investing uh, game. And also, I would like to uh, give you a signed copy of Vinny's book. Yes. The title is My Journey from $7 to $250 million Portfolio Apartment Syndication Made Easy by Vinny Smile Chopra. So keep on listening to the end of the show and I'll tell you how. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, V. It's such a pleasure to be with you and uh, have a tremendous, you know, I enjoyed it thoroughly. If you would like to bring me back, even talk about different things. I speak about a lot of different topics and it'll be my pleasure. No? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I just have one more question before I oh, let you sure, go, Vinny. Sure, no problem. What are you doing for Diwali? Oh, Diwali. Oh, my gosh. You know, we were just in San Francisco. My wife's uh, family's here. My, our, both the kids live right here, right? Children, Neil and Monica and cousins. So we invited them to our place, actually. Uh, everybody's welcome. <laughs> no, uh, that's going to be decorations. <laughs> and uh, I think four o'clock, we start the celebrations of Diwali. End of this month. It's 27th, I think. It's coming up. And then we're going to have fireworks in the back and all, and then have some Indian food and some other uh, American food and everything. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. You, it sounds like you're, you're not going to miss India one bit and you're going to <laughs> Vinny's Chopra's party. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you so much, V. God bless you. Keep up the good work. And, you know, just, uh, you know, the key thing is make a decision. And then stick with the decision that you want to get into multifamily. If I may leave with the last thought, it's the best world out there. I mean, the corrections may be coming here and there, but don't worry because, you know, the things will be, even if correction comes, the people with the money will be buying those properties. So keep the money ready, built with investors' money, built with your family money, and just have a legal way to do all these things and learning syndication is not hard. <laughs> Definitely. You have to um, just make a decision, have a goal mm -hmm. and just go for it. So true. So true. Very true. No, it's been such a pleasure. We, and uh, it's such a pleasure again. Uh, please let me know if I can be of any help to you uh, anytime. And I'll talk to John and we'll get that personalized copy or even if you tell me, I don't, you won't know the listener's name, right? Otherwise, I no, can't I, personalize it. Yeah, I'll personalize it in a nice way and we'll get that to you. Sure. Awesome. Thank you, Vinny. Thank, Thank you, you so much for Thank your time. You God bless. Bye-bye. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 
That's the end of the show. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a five stars rating and review on iTunes for the Real Estate Lab podcast. Until next time, have a prolific week.